0: For more information, head on over to centeredinthecity.org and claim your seven-day free trial. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Centered in the City podcast. If you're new to Centered in the City, this podcast is focused on having real, raw, and authentic conversation about how we practice staying centered in our busy, modern-day world. I'm really excited for today's episode because we are talking to Tamara Costello, who is a specialist in Chinese traditional medicine and is the CEO of Tamara Costello Clinic, which is located in Lisbon and Porto, Portugal. In Tamara's clinic, she specializes in supporting people who have sleep disorders, intestinal diseases, anxiety, hormonal imbalances, thyroid issues, and much more. Tamara is also the author of many books and her most recent book, The Power of Rituals. Small Habits, Big Changes for Your Well-Being and Health is now available to order and I will link that in the show notes. On the podcast, we talk about a lot of things. We talk about our well-being, our emotional states, and poop. We talk about our poop how knowing your poop is so important to understanding what's happening inside of your body and gives you clues about your well-being. So let's settle in and let's get centered. Welcome, Tamara, to the Centered in the City podcast. Thank you for having me. I love that we get to have this conversation international, like from different corners of the world. I'm here in the Pacific Northwest in the United States and you're in Lisbon, Portugal. So how fun. It just feels very human to know that wherever we are, we're kind of all sharing these similar thoughts and experiences that we're going to talk about today and I'd love to kick us off by having you share like what is one of your favorite practices or rituals that you connect to on a daily or dailyish basis that support you staying centered
1: I think it's my morning ritual I do it on the bed
0: Um, tell tell me more
1: and yeah I will Tell you everything. (laughs) Um, The moment I wake up, when you wake up, everybody wake up. We have that moment when we are in the limbo of the conscious and unconscious mind. And that moment is the perfect moment for you to get direct um, control to your brain center. Because your conscious mind, it's not already in place. So it's a bit dizzy. And that's a perfect moment for you to get it to do what you want and i i take advantage of it actually <laughs> so my ritual is i i'm i'm a, I'm a doctor but i am a ceo of two big companies and um and i i have a lot of employees and uh which i'm which whom i love um and uh normally i like to be a good leader and i got to i, I want to be a centered and focused person so in the morning my rituals tend to give me center and to give me and my words of the day which is kind of my ritual when I'm in my busy mode and I'm at sleep I understand that I'm awake and I just put my body in the state of mind that I want to be during the day because we have a lot of things coming on a lot of phones a lot of emails whatsapps today it's a lot of forms of communication um and my patience as well and um to stay sharp focused and uh in my center I always give myself a bit of words the words of the day and the words that I want to like like a bath of words to stay in my brain in my subconscious through all the day and to keep me in my best behavior so this is one of my main perfect rituals
0: that's so beautiful. And to recognize that subliminal space of the shifting out of of sleep into consciousness and in your body. I'm curious, are there the same words you say to yourself in, every morning? Or do you just kind of tap in and think like, huh, what do I want to hear? Or what do I want to embody today? Or what's my intention?
1: It's that. I just mm-hmm. feel it. Yeah. Because I know, I know Norma, I'm super organized and I know which day. Because I have a clinic in Lisbon and I have a clinic in Porto, and B crews in every clinic, and uh, I know I I fly every other week and I sleep away from home. And um, normally, um, and I have a shop too and a studio, (laughs) a lot of things, and normally I know my day because I have my schedule organized and because I knew I know it normally the energy comes from, okay, today I'm going to have plane, and appointments, reunions, everything, so my mindset not naturally comes different words and a day that I'm at home only on online, or only doing uh, work in my computer, there are completely different days, and the words come naturally, and uh, I tend to feel my body as well, if I'm uh, with my menstruation or my says I, I, I'm different and I'm more fragile and I have to give more power words but in my ovulation I'm more f- strong and I need another kind of word so I think it's a cyclic thing actually mm. uh, and uh, I tend to listen to that it comes what it comes and I tend to to go with the flow I'd love
0: to hear a little bit about how you you know, became a doctor and inspired to really focus on the human, the holistic human and really from the inside out and connect the mind-body connection when you talk about medicine. And I know in your book, you specifically, the book, The Power of Rituals, Small Habits, Big Changes for Your Well-Being and Health, which I definitely want to talk more about. But I'm curious, like, what even just inspired you to enter this this field?
1: I have a Ashimoto disease, uh, which it's important. I've been with Ashimoto since my adolescence, and I have a bowel issue, which is connected to my Ashimoto, of course. So I have two autoimmune diseases, and uh, I think it's important to because <laughs> from from a young age I understand that my emotions control my bowels. <laughs> Nobody, yeah somebody has that experience some some people don't have that experience I haven't since I am 10 years old so I think that holistic approach was not difficult for me to understand because I was feeling it in my body so so since so I was very young so yeah. for me it's so natural the way I feel impact my body I, I, it's so obvious uh, for me and so it's not a hoo-hoo thing it's just completely Obvious and factual, it's, and intuitive. it's an uh, intuitive, yeah, you know. And um, my reactions were so connected to the way that I was to the sleep, to the it was so clear. And um, and I was a kid and I noticed it, so it doesn't take a genius to know that. So I think for me, it's a natural way of knowing your disease and knowing people and knowing yourself, understanding when you. We are not so very different, you know, so when you understand it in yourself, it's impossible not to look at other human being and not to see the patterns, the patterns of uh, everything. And I'm a good pattern seer. That's why I do internal medicine in traditional Chinese medicine. That's my work, actually, to, to find problems and to find connections with the problems. Uh, um, and I love this. And because everything is connected, the body is not crazy, and you're not crazy. So something is definitely going on. And you just have to connect the dots. And and that's my work. And um, in the work of the patient is to tell me what's going on, because he is inside of his body, which is very important. And for me, it's more than a holistic approach. It's the approach when you listen to the patient, when he's describing you, what he's feeling, if it's even if you're not understanding anything. You have to listen and listen and listen and, and try to understand what he's trying to say. And it's just like you, know, you have to clear your head and try to understand what he's trying to say between the connection of his body and his mind, because the connection is there. People are not crazy. And for me, it's the only way to see everything actually in the world mm-hmm. not only the body it's for me I see I see all the world like that it's not like I cannot see it else different way and so the holistic for me it's in all and the connection is in all
0: I totally agree. And how I think this is also very like Western culture centric where we need to divide things into more boxes where it's like, oh, the mind, oh, the body, you know, and, or, oh, we just focus on nutrition. Oh, we just focus on movement. Oh, we just, you know, like we box things in, in our culture. And I think one way, that that is kind of quote unquote helpful is that it simplifies things right because it it helps people just focus on one area but i think it also does a disservice to people because then we get trapped in these ideas of of only thinking like our ability to access our power and our power and our well-being can only come from these one-off systems versus really s- connecting the dots.
1: I think the problem begins uh, with the idea of uh, the absence of health is not, uh, the the absence of sickness is not health, which is really important to, to begin with. So uh, that that premise begins because the way of, of the thing of, of the Western people to see health is the absence of disease which is completely abominable in the in the in to say the least you know because the ab- the health it's it's to be happy and to be to feel pleasure and to be able to do the things you love and to feel energy and to feel motivated and to feel social and to be able to do things that you love and to be able to dance and to be able to be free in your mind and in your body and, uh, and this is a, a, a way of living, a way of being a human, to connect, to be with people, to be a tribe, to, be a, 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 to, to have a common ground, to talk like we are talking, to share experience, which is so very important for the human race, um, and to share pains and to share fears and to feel uh, resonance between people. And uh, if you take these from the equation, you just have the body and the symptoms. So you're just treating half of the problem. is <laughs> terrible because you're going to have half of the, the solution. That's why the health system is like this. Nobody is getting, uh, you see the blood tests of, I, I see 3,000 of blood tests per week and the patients say the, the bloods are perfect. And the blood tests are perfect. And the patient feels like terrible. I'm terrible. And and they say my blood tests are perfect. I'm terrible. I'm feeling terrible. And this is force because not only the blood tests. And the blood tests don't see all. Right. <laughs> so. It's
0: very it's very true. Um, I'm a cancer survivor and I when I was twenty-one was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I, nothing came up in my blood originally as being wrong. But then it was like a physical symptom of feeling my lymph node get swollen and bigger. And, and then some like other symptoms, you know, came in and made sense like itchy skin and feeling a little tired and, you know, those kinds of things. But that really inspired, I mean, sounds like you having Hashimotos and your experience with it, right these kind of health wake up calls like my cancer diagnosis. It's important. Yeah, and I notice a big driver for me in my work with coaching clients is like to help people take advantage of their well-being, their health, their life each moment to be present and enjoy it before they experience these moments of like touching death and sickness, like, why is it? And you, maybe you have some thoughts around this. Like, why does our human experience not want to be proactive? Like, why do we wait until we get some sort of symptom, whether it's like finally insomnia? Mm, and you I know. think,
1: I think, I think you get symptoms way, way back. I, th- I disagree. I think the problem is that you're not connected to the body. Mm. Your head, you have this, you, not you, the yeah. human, the, the human, we, are, we all have a disconnection, a big disconnection beque- between our body and our mind and our physical emotion body, like three parts of us. And um, we don't connect the dots. And the, the body is definitely giving you symptoms way before it gives you an insomnia, but they are subtle. It's like your menses are one day late, and then your your poop, it's not so normal as it was, but just a little bit, and your hair falls a little bit, and your focus is a bit off. This is symptoms. Mm. These are symptoms. Mm-hmm. You just ignore it because you're tired. mm mm-hmm because something is off because you're stressed because you're because just the weather yeah. because something yeah and you're just keep ignoring it mm. because I, I, normally the body is well educated to give you symptoms and we are educated to ignore it because we are educated to be strong mm. and not to complain right and, suck it up yeah deal with it mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: be strong And shit like that. How do we
0: discern to be present and aware and to listen to our body's signals without becoming hypervigilant? Without being like, oh,
1: my poop was different this morning. Like something must be wrong. One time, it's not time. 10 times, normally I say to my patients, one time you ignore it. 10 times, now now you have to tell me. Now you tell me. 10 is a good number. 10 times you've noticed. You have to pay attention to your poop Mm -hmm. every day, every single day. This is important.
0: (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about poop for a moment.
1: Yeah, let's go. What
0: what is like the ideal shape, color, texture, consistency of poop? And like what what should we look for when it's like, oh, we should
1: be a little bit more curious and concerned? So it has to be like the shape of a banana all at once and it has to be like these length
0: so like, and the a,
1: like an inch thickness uh, inch thing I don't know I don't do inches but okay. yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. <there. Different>, yeah. <laughs> banana shape mm-hmm. not broken and um, and the color brown little not not dark clear, like a bit more, less dark brown, like, like that, like caramel. Okay. Okay. Something like that. And so everything other than that, and it has to be like the same color, Mm. not food in that, not mucus, not blood, not points, blank, white, white dots, nothing like that. No dots, no colors, no food not digested not, pe- not not chickpeas there not tomatoes not nothing because it's not digestive something is wrong mm. with the digestive system so it has to be a homogeneous based like mm. all the same color beautiful shape caramel it's so- not like that you just mm, mm, mm. but you have a you have a online you 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 can put poop color table and you have a table of everything with the poop colors, with the shapes, and what means. Everything. Beautiful. I, I love it. Getting curious about what
0: we discharge because Oh yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of it being like, oh, I'm not gonna look and just Oh no,
1: you no, know, you have to
0: look. Yeah, like be empowered yeah, yeah, to yeah, like
1: yeah, 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 yeah. to get to know your insides. It's your poop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Own it. <laughs> own it, own it. Yeah, you have to look because it's a huge symptom, huge symptom. Mm-hmm. Because you can tell a lot about about yourself if you have, um, you, if you are putting a lot of water in yourself, if you're low on water, you can have high on water actually. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's something wrong with the input of fiber, if it's too much fiber, so you, you can regulate a lot from looking at the poop. Mm, mm Hmm. So, and it's easy, and our food obviously is part of
0: the medicine that we take for our bodies. And oh my God,
1: yeah. (laughs) So just
0: so to even know that, like, we can regulate the medicine that's entering our bodies. Yeah, you can
1: regulate, but you have to know the poop to see if the food is corrected to your body. Because even though we are so much alike, our metabolism is. Um, due to our genetics but it's also due to our traumas and it's also due to our food and also due to a lot of things so we are really specific which Mm -hmm. each and every one of of us so even even if I eat well uh, in a in a good way and I do a lot of uh, input on my food I really have to look at the poop to see if it's good for me Mm -hmm. you understand so if I poop every day, which is really important, if my poop is consistent and it's a good mass, it's if it's beautiful and it's homogen and it has a beautiful color, and uh, if it's getting up good without you don't normally we we say in traditional Chinese medicine when you clean you don't have to clean anything. It should mm. be clear, spotless, no need of cleaning. Okay. Okay. a Um, lot of poop talk. Yeah, I just want to say, I
0: hope everybody's listening is really empowered to get to know your poop more and what empowering information you can gain about your health. I have a lot of clients who, since I work a lot with these driven, ambitious women who feel very stressed and anxious a lot of the times, of course it manifests in the body. And a lot of GI discomfort, or bloating or cramping or pain happens and I'm curious if you can enlighten us a little bit about like what is the body telling us when it has those kinds of symptoms
1: okay just I will explain a bit about our bowel our bowel has approximately 9 meters long so it's a big one and um, trillions of trillions of cells 100 billions of neurons there, like the ones we have on our brains. So our bowels regulate a lot of our bodies. And they are the main factory, which is responsible for all the bricks in our body and all the chemicals. So if it's not working well, the creativity, the motivation, they are going down. So it's red alert. If you are creating your own business. Okay. You shouldn't have gut problems. You should treat it. How do you address it? I will give you a, a little bit of clues. They People don't like it normally. <laughs> but I will give it the same because they work. So normally the gut, because it's super long, need time to heal. And the healing happens during the night because of two things, because one one thing, gravity. When you're up, you're doing a lot of pressure in, pressure in your bowels, and when you're sitting, you're doing a lot of pressure in your bowels, and it cannot heal in that position. So when you're down, lying down, you can heal because you're not pressuring with a lot of organs and with the ribs and everything. And the second thing, it's the nervous system in the na- the vagal nerve which is connecting the brain with the, the gut um, can relax and can clean and detoxify all of the gut at night. So if you have a gut issue, you have to sleep for at least nine hours. Less than that will not do. I'm terrible to tell you that, but it's, it's that. I love knowing
0: that being horizontal, letting gravity kind of hold us versus having to f- have our gut receive the pressure of yeah. gravity and then also giving a chance for our nervous system, our vagal nerve to reheal itself. So do like it, sleep, do it number but, one. But
1: Nobody but it's nine hours. Nine hours. Just okay. just don't 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 take it off minutes because it's, it doesn't work. It takes time. It's huge. So eight it's doesn't
0: eight. eight isn't enough. We need the full nine.
1: Eight isn't nine. Mm-hmm. I tell my patients, nobody oh, sleeps sleep for eight. In your country, eight is nine. I tell my patients no. And I said, okay, so don't give me eight. Man, I did nine. But nine nine. 24 hours in the day, you still have fifteen. You know, fifteen is not good enough for you to do
0: anything you want what is it about 9 what about in chinese medicine says 9 because is- the
1: it's the triple of 3 it's important the number 3 because the, the the hours of the the organs are 3 to 3 to 3 and you have a complete service even in ram movements at night you have to do three rams to give it the good night rest and normally 9 hours gives you the chance of three, three repetitions it's really important 9 Okay. And in, 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 in all autoimmune diseases, by the way, mm. nine okay. hours is perfect. So, normally you go to bed at, if you are in Lisbon, you go to bed at nine and you get up at six, or you go to bed at 10 and you get up at seven, which is not a big deal, I think. For yeah. me, it's not a big deal. And that's what I do. That's what keep me going <laughs> with a lot of things that I have. And it, it will improve your health tremendously and it will heal your gut tremendously. So the second thing you have to do is lower your fight and flight response. And you have to do that in the daily basis with breathing exercise, stimulating your vagal nerve and lowering down the reaction in your gut. You can do that, that by breathing, by stimulating the diaphragm. I can teach you. Um, and the third thing you have to do is manage your food intensely. And this Important. If you do those three things, normally you're good to go. Mm. And to manage the food, you have to obviously take all of the dairy off. And it's not lactose, it's dairy. Casein must go. It's not the lactose. The lactose is not a problem. So all of the dairy must go, all of the sugar must go, alcohol. Included a lot of um, issues with fruits and, and vegetables, but I can give you just a hint of, on a few. So in fruits, you should definitely avoid apples. Definitely. For sure. Apples, pears, uh, watermelons, you should just don't touch it, which is important. And in greens, you have to avoid lettuce, like completely, 100%. Um, and all of that, that, that kind of, um, uh, friends of lettuce with that crunchiness because they are really difficult to digest and will give you a lot of work. And, uh, inflammated bowel is terrible because you're, it's just, you it's like, you're working on a fever, you know, mm. you have to give it a bit of,
0: of a rest. A rest. So no, like raw foods. It sounds like have everything
1: steamed or cooked, Yeah, that's cooked perfect. Down. Steamed is perfect for your for your gut. It's perfect. Steam is better. better. Steam, steam is better and better. It's perfect. It's, it it loves steamed food because it preserves your nutrients and it will give you a pre-digestive uh, moment which is so so important. Really And important. What are your thoughts on
0: legumes and
1: beans? Legumes are good, but um, beans, (laughs) beans are really difficult, really difficult. Uh, It's really, well, if you do azuki bean, it's okay, but the other bean, you should avoid it. Lentils are okay if it's the orange ones. The orange is okay because it's without the the part, the, the outside, which is really, really difficult for the gut to digest. It's like a baby gut. You have to treat it well. Mm-hmm. Easy mm-hmm. things to digest and to absorb. Like you have to do the a part of the work outside.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: it, it's it's inflammated. So you have to just be gentle with that. Not give it food that will be will be heavy to digest. And and that kind of word, like, oh, this is good because it will keep you in digested for three hours. This is worse than ever for you because you want a digestion that it has good nutrients and good absorption mm-hmm. but you don't have a lot of a lot of energy of the organ the organ is tired so you're just giving it more work oh, yeah it's so, terrible so don't really, do that
0: yeah so offering this deep sense of restoration for this organ yeah, that's overworking that's taxed like
1: it's like sleep you know right. it's like, And an idea of restoration, and this will restore, of course, your mind, ideas, creativity, focus, which you need to be a good, a good, a good leader and a good uh, person (laughs) at Mm -hmm. some point in the life. Connecting
0: back to this flight or fight response or stress reaction in the body, Mm -hmm. you talk about in your book the rituals that we can be practicing to slow down ourselves find this intentionality, really be clear about what thoughts we're feeding and focusing on and how we're managing the good stress, the use stress versus the, the de stress, yeah, and feeling the toxicity of that. So I'm curious, like what would be some more mindset, emotional regulation work that you would recommend? For people to practice as a ritual, I do a lot of ritual based work with my community and centered in the city and my clients one on one. And one of the things that I notice comes up for people is like, I don't have time, the sense no, no, of no. like rush that I just need to jump in the day. And like, I don't, I can't make space to meditate for two minutes. I can't make space for journaling. I can't make, you know, so there's that constant excuse. So I'm curious, like, how can we
1: really take That time back. I give it, I give it statistics. Normally that's why that's how I convinced my patients. I just I just show them the studies. And I show them if you stop for every hour you work, if you stop for two minutes exactly and precisely your work, you will work 75% better than if you don't stop. Actually. It works. And normally I, I will say also, you will try it this week. And then you tell me. And if by the end of, end of the the week, it doesn't work for you, I will never bother you again with this. And of course it works because we have a lot of studies on, studies on it, and we know it works. And people, they don't feel grumpy at the end of the day. They feel focused. They don't feel exhausted. They feel with energy. They don't need coffee. They don't need stimulates, stimulants. They they just they just can regulate the body a lot better, and they really enjoy it. Yeah. So I think it's 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 the way you're putting it because it's so many studies about it. You can just show them, and there you can you can see actually images on MRIs of this. You can see the brain fatigue and you just have to stop for two minutes, get up, do a breathing exercise and then come back. And then you will work better. Your creativity will flow. Why in the world you you are not going to find time to do that? Why?
0: Yeah.
1: If it's better, I don't know.
0: The alternative is that we just put our foot on the gas pedal and we go as hard as fast as we can. But and then, then that you have gut issues, burnout, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's a choice. By the end of the day, I think it's it's a choice of experiencing your body in different ways. Mm-hmm. You have the good experience and you have the extreme experience. It's a choice. Normally, I want to give my my patients a good experience, like. I can understand you to understand your body, work with it. Don't push it. Nobody wants to be pushed Mm -hmm. and you're pushing yourself, which is so aggressive in a
0: way. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I've really learned to
0: recognize when I'm in pushing energy, when I'm kind of leaning forward or there's more like resistance, things aren't flowing. That's typically a sign for me of needing to pull back, which It's hard, you know. It's hard when you want to get shit done, when you want to take things to the next level. But I have learned over time and time again that I actually am more "quote unquote" successful, productive, fulfilled when I'm living life from a rested, calm space versus a reactive, pushing, grinding space. But the
1: problem is that they don't teach us that. Everybody who knows a little bit about internal medicine will tell you that you work really better from that space yeah. other than fight or flight mode. Mm-hmm. Fight or flight mode ends in only one way. Guts and brain burns. No, no other way. And normally thyroid burn, ovaries burned, and all of the adrenal axis burn. So you're just burning your hormones yeah so this you don't you don't gain nothing with it you're just losing right and it's, it's 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 terrible for your health and you're not in your best behavior because if you're telling me okay this is my best behavior I have to give it all that's not your best behavior that's your behavior behavior when you're flying when you're fighting when you're in terrible mode yeah you're not thinking with all of your of your dimension you're in terrible behavior in that way. You're just you're just lacking your internal vision. If you rest, you have open vision. So mm-hmm. the ideas are much better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you earn more money like this. Mm-hmm. So no, nobody will convince me. Right. So
0: right. when yeah. we're when we're in a stress state, which stress is like inflammation, right, which is the root cause of all of our diseases. And when we're in that state, as you're saying, our focus and our mind is, and our view is very l- narrow and limited because that's what's happening from our body's response system. And so it's like when we get out of that fight or flight, we have more of a wider view of what's possible.
1: Yeah. And, and dimensional, dimensional view of what's possible because mm-hmm. you can see the things from a perspective, not only... Anxiety in the form of anxiety, but but in a lot of forms, you just see in like in a four dimension space. When you are in fight or flight, is a two dimensional way, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's just really narrow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not cool. Tell us about your motivation for writing this book. I think my motive—it's my fourth book—and my motivation was I I was feeling that my patients weren't connected with the bodies it was terrible for me and uh they don't even know where the organs were and uh it's 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 terrible you know you don't know your physiology you don't know yourself you know it's a part you know yeah i don't know i think in the last couple of years and good because i do therapy and psychoanalysis for a long time and i just love it and but and i do a lot of things but um i think the body was left in some place people forget about the body it's like the mind the mind the mind the mind and this is terrible because the body is a potent part of ourselves and it has so many emotions and it's the room for a lot of power and 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 it's completely set aside and and for me that's sad and uh, and uh you cannot address anything without connecting the the physical part in yourself
0: amazing well where can people tomorrow get their hands on this book in and, amazon <laughs> and also share like where where can they be
1: connected to you i say instagram it's Tamara double underscore Castello or in, in my website, Tamara dash Castello.com.
0: Amazing. Thank you for Thank being
1: here.
0: Recording this podcast was so much fun and reminds me again and again, how important it is, even though I practice this myself, and even though I work with this with my clients how important it is to get into our bodies and get out of just leading from our minds. Our bodies hold so much wisdom that we ignore or we override because our mind has been told to be the captain of our ships, that we need to listen to what's analytical and what's not emotional. And even though we don't want to let our emotions drive us and be reactive there's so much wisdom when we listen to the whispers and the signs and the sensations that are nested in our body and when we can learn to live and listen to those we can unlock a different way of living a more easeful way of living a more aligned way of living a more loving way of living In this moment, I welcome you to pause and check in with your body. Notice just one thing that it is trying to communicate to you. Maybe it's that there's a sensation in your right calf. Or maybe when you pause to listen, you're noticing, huh, I'm actually thirsty. And notice what is telling you you're thirsty. Is it because your mouth is a little dry? Or maybe your mind and eyesight feels a little foggy, you feel a little dehydrated, whatever it looks like for yourself, just tune in to pay attention, to get curious with our body. And if you are looking for more support on getting curious with the wisdom that your body is telling you, how to regulate more of your nervous systems, your emotions, and of course your mindset... I'm opening up a few coaching spots in June. And so I welcome you to sign up in the show notes for a connection call, complimentary connection call for us to see if working together is the right fit. So only three spots open. So if this feels like something you've been wanting to do, you're curious to learn how to listen to your body more, to lead from your body, to help you manage anxiety, to create more clarity and purpose and alignment in your life, then this might be the time for you. So notice if your body's kind of even getting a little excited, maybe a little nervous of like, oh yeah, this is for me, this announcement is for me, then I welcome you to pay attention to that and sign up. Three spots open and I look forward to connecting with you all. Thanks again for listening. I love having you here. So grateful for this growing community. If you found this episode useful, please share it with a friend. And until next time, stay centered.